Hello, dreamers. This is Janine. And Stephanie. And this is The Course of Course, episode 54. It's been a while since we've been on mic, and it's good to be back. It is. We were at the Gary and Cindy Renard workshop. Yes. In Mission Viejo, California, last weekend. And I got to say, it was a pleasurable experience. It surely was. I always feel altered after I'm around them. The venue itself in Mission Viejo was amazing. Do you remember what it was called? I want to say Insight. It was like Insight it was beautiful. Spirituality or something, right or here. just Insight Center. It's called In Spirit Center in. for Spiritual Living in Orange County. Yeah, anyone who's even around that venue really should stop by. We are in Los Angeles, so we're about an hour apart from them, and we didn't know that they existed. So it's nice to know that there are venues, and I think they were having like big names there. James mm-hmm. Von Prague was coming in a couple of weeks, if not this weekend, I don't, I don't know. I think they're unity-based. Are they unity-based? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was nice. It was a great venue. Sometimes we go to these things and we're stuck in, you know, basically those hardback chairs. Mm. But it was just so comfortable in there. <laughs> the we we all were like, I'm going to take a nap now. <laughs> and then Jackie, our, Jackie's um, study group also had an invitation to Cindy and Gary. So they came and visited us at the study group which was very unique and special so jackie is cindy's sister yes and gary's sister-in-law yes and i have had a couple therapy sessions in the last month with jackie you know course based one was about my work and helping me transform that and the second one was about me doing all the time and how the ego takes me down this road and she said two simple words that totally resonated with me which was you're a busybody busybody and I was like busybody oh yeah the ego's got my body busy making you busy and it's been that way my whole life but you know what I think a lot of people have that same affliction I I don't know that everyone has it as bad as I do I mean, some people probably do, but... I don't. I just sit in my fat pants on the weekends, so I'm less of a busybody. I'm more of a, I don't know, lazy body. I feel like I need space around it. It's, it's I'm, I'm moving so quickly and so fast that it takes a little bit of space to kind of slow down. I will say that you do fill up your time. You are very busy in the sense that you've got stuff to do. Yep. Even at, at work after work weekends mornings nights lunches usually everything's booked and in between i'm cramming in the course i'm vigilant for god you know what being vigilant for god is probably the best thing you can be yeah last sunday when i was heading to the garden which i spent six hours there you're vigilant for vegetables on the way i was tuning in and i had already meditated earlier in the morning and i was feeling really connected And I was just like, okay, I'm going to slow down here. And then the Holy Spirit spoke to me and said, God is in the spaces. And I thought, okay, so slowing down and creating space, that means that I can connect with God. And God is showing up. So you were talking about how you were vigilant for God and you were busy doing a bunch of stuff. Yeah, I think that the ego script for this incarnation of the body stephanie has been to keep her busy so that she can't connect with god and now that i know which i've kind of known off and on throughout my life but i just am knowing now from a course perspective so what are you doing about it that's a good question i'm going to schedule myself in my own calendar like i need to do that and that's okay 
I just need to make some space. Do you value that space higher than gardening or whatever mm. else you do? Well, I do need to do the garden at least once on the weekend. I mean, we're going in a transition with the seasons, and I do realize that my burnt-out feeling from managing three gardens this summer would make sense because it's the end of the season. So, of course, you're burnt out, and now we're going into the dark time, the hibernation time, so then it will switch to weekends. So at least I'll get my weeknights back. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And you can use those for Stephanie time. Exactly. That's important. So I don't have to be doing laundry at 1 a.m. Yeah, I don't. That's one of the things that I have no relationship with when you do stuff like that. Because to me, that sounds like absolute hell. When I get home at 9 or 10, that's when I I start doing other things. It's like 1 a.m. laundry. It's bad enough doing laundry just normally. But at 1 a.m. on a school night? Well, the busybody has tried to keep me busy this week doing things when I've wanted to do other things with the little time that I've had. And I said, you know what? I'm shutting you down. This is not a priority. Thanks for sharing, Mr. Ego. I'm going to try and join with the Holy Spirit and get my guidance and then make my decision. Because we were talking earlier, like, life happens. It seems like it's, it's coming at us. We have a response. And then we go to the Holy Spirit. But if we can flip the paradigm, then the Holy Spirit is moving through us. And it's more of a happy dream because we're just knowing it's a dream and we can choose to come from the right mind and see it with the Holy Spirit. The making the decision, like the whole chapter 30 part of I'll make no decisions before I check in kind of thing is practice. Oh yeah, absolutely. I think for me, I always bring this back to work because work has been such a huge distraction for me in the Janine lifetime. But I think I'm sort of turning the corner and going to the Gary and Cindy workshop, it, it always helps to kind of realign, right? Yeah. So at my company, they are doing, you know, just like big companies do, they realign titles and they figure out, are we going to pay you as much this year as we did last year kind of thing? And so a lot of people are very, very nervous, understandably so, because they have mortgages and kids in school, etc. Mm-hmm. But I had consciously decided not to be at the effect participate in that mm-hmm. sometimes I worry and I've talked about this in podcasts before that maybe I'm just too disconnected maybe I'm just not emotionally connected at all mm. but I can say that at least from a work perspective not being attached has been really really helpful for me and I wonder if it's just something you know we always hear about practice non-attachment mm-hmm. for me at work it's been a godsend but the nice thing about it is anytime you talk about work and possible layoffs and salary stuff, people automatically get very nervous, understandably so. And certainly I would too. But what the course has allowed me to do is reframe the conversation, reframe the narrative for me. What exactly is important? And I sort of have been consciously letting it go and saying, okay, Holy Spirit, it's, it's all you. It's all you. I mean, from a course perspective, I believe that the movie's already been been filmed. We're just replaying this anyway. I don't really have any ability to change it. It's done. Mm-hmm. Just let it play out. 
Mm-hmm. Just let it play out. And I think it really helped me because I really wasn't affected in this particular round of retitling and, and Congratulations. Like, Thank you very much. That's great. But I watched people around me. I was very, very curious to see how people were reacting. And they were all freaking out. They were all on eggshells and didn't know what to do and very nervous. And I was just sitting there going, whatever. <laughs> and so I realized that people were looking at me like, what is wrong with her? Interesting. Why isn't she drawn into the drama in which we're living in right now? Is this before you found out the news or after? This is like a day before uh-huh. and then today. You That's know, good. people are like, what is up with her? I'm joined with the Holy Spirit. Yeah, come on over. Let me introduce <laughs> you. It's, it's just been different. I can say, and somebody who used to work for me in my old team came up and talked to me today and was like, I really want to work for you again. It's like, of course you do. <laughs> you know why? Because I got the Holy Spirit with me. You know? <laughs> the party's over here. Yeah, I kind of feel like because I'm shifting, maybe it's a little more clear with those around me that something's up and it's a good thing. It does feel like the dream's getting lighter. I felt like the last few months were pretty heavy. Mm-hmm. And I, again, want to acknowledge Jackie Laura Jones, the 24th Hour podcast, which she interviewed us. She did. You want to talk about behind the scenes of the 24th Hour? <laughs> you guys could go to the 24thHour.com and look at the video that's of Janine and I. Doing our thing. Talking about why we started the course and how we learned about the course and our spiritual journeys. So here's some insider information. The way it works is Jackie and her amazing husband, Mark, who handles kind of the technical part of it, had us dial in, or they dialed into us, I can't remember. And we basically did this on Skype. Skype video. Skype video, and we did it in my dining room. Yes, with your beautiful painting that my sister Lynn did. With my beautiful painting that my sister Lynn did yes. um, in the background. So if you're ever interested in seeing what Janine's dining room looks like, <laughs> go to the 24thHour.com. But essentially, she would ask us questions, and we just, I don't know. Were we even, I don't remember anything, honestly. Yes. We just kept talking, frankly. It was about our journey. Yeah, and then she would have commercial breaks, which I appreciated, because then we could be like, okay, what did we just say? Mm-hmm. And I think there were maybe three or four, I don't. I don't remember, but it was just such a pleasant experience. And we hope that some of our listeners got something out of it, basically, just to see, like, maybe we're crazy or not crazy. I don't know. (laughs) We're all crazy, aren't we? We're we're more than just voices on (laughs) iTunes right now. Well, she has the Bruce Rawls and the Gary Renard interviews as well on her video blog podcast whatever so check them all out and they're kevin great. ryerson that's a good one yeah there's some really great Re- ones really randy great ones. masters so sound and healing and sacred geometry and stuff like that i'd love to do one of his workshops someday but the other reason i wanted to acknowledge jackie is because she's a soul sister i love that woman and she is wonderful as a therapist so if anyone is going through a troubled time like i had been in a dark time please reach out to either her or Cindy and they will work with you on the pricing. If you've got, you know, a sliding scale, they are happy to do that. But they will contact you through the Skype again. That's really great. Or through a landline and gifts. We did hypnotherapy. We, it, it was just really good to just talk to somebody, you know, a therapist that's trained in the course. And what I like about both of them is there's a safety factor there. You feel safe with them. They're very nurturing and very caring people. 
I love them. So Jackie has a Tuesday night study group. Study group. We meet here in Los Angeles. And Gary and Cindy came last week. Yep. A couple weekends weeks ago. It was and really they, awesome. We they had, like, spent a long time there. with you, right? Yeah. We were there till 9.44 p.m. I mean, it was almost a three-hour event. For those of you who haven't had the opportunity to be in an audience of Gary and Cindy, you know, we highly recommend that. They they are amazing. And as you said, you feel like you... Are uplifted. Are uplifted. It's like our frequency shifts a little bit. I always feel like it's such a privilege to be in their space. Definitely. I mean, these are ascended masters in the future, but I kind of see them as ascended to be in the present. Mm-hmm. I mean, how often can you say that? Oh my gosh, I'm in the a room with people that I know will in their next lifetime be ascended masters and and i think that they are masters of the course so that's oh absolutely such a teaching and we talked in the 24th hour that you know we're not scholars of the course we're not even pretending to be they are yes like they can pull out all kinds of stuff from the course yeah we're like wait a minute what chapter is that we're like (laughs) pulling out our books trying to figure it out more and more people who are just trying to apply it on a daily basis and doing what we can to move forward, inching along. I could share with our listeners some of the highlights from what they mentioned, at yes, least from last Saturday, do. which I'd have to delve a little deeper, but workbook lessons 69, 169, and 134, those were all mentioned. And then also the correction of air, which is in chapter 9, section 3. And then there was something about the development of trust that was in the teacher's manual. And the hero of the dream section. Those are some of the highlighted areas that they're focusing on to help us undo the mind. That whole undoing the mind, that constant practice. Oi, the miracle shift in perception. You know, it's pretty funny. When I first started kind of learning about A Course in Miracles more in the 90s, I literally thought that miracles were going to happen in my life. Like, if I understand this, somehow I'll win the lottery. Like some kind of magical thing without understanding truly what a miracle meant, which is a shift in perception. Because at least for me, growing up in the Catholic Church, the concept of miracles is huge, right? So it used to be, I don't know if it's that way anymore, but uh, the only way you can become a saint in the Catholic Church is if you have X amount of miracles attributed to you. And miracles, like, in the more traditional sense, would be like, you know, taking... Um, Money? <laughs> well, <laughs> Buying bre- bread heaven. and wine and making the body and blood of Christ, or, you know, <laughs> the fishes and the bread loaves and all that kind of stuff, uh-huh. you know? It's some sort of transmogrification is what they would call it. But these days, I mean, you know, what does that really mean, a miracle? And yeah, we would automatically say, oh, it's a miracle, I've won the lottery. Mm-hmm. But that's not it. Mm-hmm. And miracles are so as we know now, miracles are so easy to come across because there's simply a change in perception, a, a decision to change what you're seeing. Speaking of that, I've been making more post-it notes and some of the recent ones have been, watch the ego, trying to make stuff real. None of it's real. The projection's not real. We're the same. We're perfect love awakening. I just have to keep reminding myself and giving it over to the right side of my mind believing that we're all perfect love and what Jackie's been training me to do is imagine myself as being the observer I can't quite visualize me in the scene yet I mean I can kind of I can think it but I don't really see it or quite feel it yet 
But I think just the intention of being the observer and asking Jesus and the Holy Spirit to be with me is definitely a start. Um, the one thing I am noticing a shift in is the joining with God part. Like, I am feeling that. I know when I'm connected now. And the other night when I was running around doing my laundry thing, I thought, okay, I'm just going to take five minutes right now. I was in the bathroom about to brush my teeth. And I just thought, I'm just going to do it right now. Like, I'm not waiting. It, I could transcend in this moment if I would just give the Holy Spirit the moment. And all this white light came in and just feeling like the ground wasn't there and just this total bliss in heaven and just kind of put that little Mona Lisa smile on my face as I continued through my chores through the night because the chores still needed to happen but now I have the Holy Spirit and Jesus with me instead of the ego that's brilliant if I could do that all the time that'd be freaking awesome and that's my goal one of my goals to me I don't know if this is exactly what you're talking about but for me it's like not being too connected to what I'm doing but yet still doing it I don't like shoveling cat residue out of its box but sometimes if I can just disassociate myself from it and be like okay how great this is (laughs) you know like I I know it's kind of playing with my mind but it's like how can I detach from this boring not so pleasant kind of physical activity into something where it's like okay this isn't so bad this is kind of joyful I'm taking care of my cat in whatever way I need to Mm -hmm. so I'm not yet to the point where I can automatically go into that state so I have to manually get me in that state Mm. but it's a practice you know Mm -hmm. or doing the dishes I've always liked doing dishes I don't know why maybe just playing in the water or whatever Mm -hmm. but you know how sometimes when you do something and it's rote let's just say it's gardening or whatever you don't even realize you're doing it because your mind is someplace else, mm. you know? Mm-hmm. So you get the chore done, but you're not really paying attention to the chore necessarily right? because you're with God somewhere or you're daydreaming great. or yeah. whatever. Yeah. I love those moments. Mm-hmm. We experience that a lot. I'm sure when you drive to it's work. Like it's a waking dream in a way, isn't it? It's a waking dream. It's huh. like you don't realize that you're driving to work. You just show up at work. Go, oh, okay. <laughs> Here I am. It's like you're on autopilot in the huh. car. As long as we're joining with the Holy Spirit, then that's a good thing. Oh. I also feel like my dream state helps me. So when I have really good dreams, and really good to me means I remember them when I wake up, they do feel like, wow, that was interesting. That was an adventure. Mm-hmm. I don't always dream, but when I do, it's very exciting for me. Mm. It's like, oh, okay, I just watched a movie while I slept. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> Some of my other signs that I'm going to make is, are you being a busybody? Come from the right mind. Join with God. Be the observer. God is in the spaces. And that's what I got. You know what's weird? Um, God is in the spaces. So sometimes I'm around people. Obviously, they're not in the space. They're in my face. (laughs) So it's like remembering that you're dealing with somebody who may be unpleasant, but they are God. To me, that's, that's really the, the lesson that I have to keep practicing. Mm-hmm. It's like Cindy said this great thing over the weekend when we were down in Mission Viejo. She said when, when somebody is being unpleasant, mm-hmm. it's really either um, a call for love or being loving, right? So if somebody is calling for love, sometimes they're really unpleasant. All they're doing is saying, please love me. Mm-hmm. It's kind of hard to remember. Especially when someone is being so difficult. 
Mm-hmm. And we both have difficult people in our lives that are close to us. Mm-hmm. And having to remember, it's okay. Let let them do their thing. Let them. I kind of feel like it's this concept of burning off the energy. Mm. They have all this anger. They just have to burn it off. Yeah. Once it's burned off, they'll they'll be. And maybe that it's safe for them to do that around us because we aren't going to take it on. Right. Right. Or you know, they're family or friends, and we're not going to. Th- there's it's still a safe environment for them to do that Mm -hmm. but it doesn't mean that it's all that easy for me but I think in a a recent incident it's been a little easier because like okay well I love you very much let let me know (laughs) let me know when you want to talk to me again (laughs) so I will be seeing this person soon and I'm sure it'll all be fine that's the thing I think it's very easy to in any kind of close relationship to let stuff fester and if you don't let it fester then it's like it doesn't have legitimacy or something Mm -hmm. just let it go but if you're to the point where like and you keep replaying it in your mind oh they did this and they keep replaying all these which is what the ego wants right all these perceived like bad things that somebody has done all you do is keep perpetuating that negative energy yeah making it real and real and real and real right it won't dissipate so Mm -hmm. therefore it becomes a this living breathing thing you know yeah it's unfortunate but i can understand that it's like like you said it's the ego continuing to create this monster over and over again and it becomes hard to like uh, vanquish the monster because you've made it so big Mm mm-hmm yeah, sometimes there's an emotional investment in that. Right. Yeah, emotions will really mess you up, you know? <laughs> Ooh. I mean, I can definitely see the positives of them, but sometimes, especially in kind of like a love relationship, for me, it's gotten me stuck. Mm-hmm. I would get stuck in a relationship because of the emotional part of it. So I definitely have learned from that. I'm sure my my quasi-significant other... <laughs> would uh i don't know if he would agree or disagree but we have a very nice relationship now because we aren't stuck there that's great i'm telling you i mean even though on the surface like on paper this does not look like a successful relationship (laughs) it actually is it's like a new definition of one it's a completely new definition of one and i feel really comfortable with it in a way that I've never felt as comfortable with any other relationship because I was so invested in the dream of it being romantic and, you know, oh, this is my boyfriend and he does all this stuff for me and it never, ever works out. And then I'd get mad at the guy and he had nothing to do with my little fantasy thing. Yeah. It, this one feels so much more genuine because we are who we are. That's beautiful. And it's there's like no kind unconditional of... Unconditional love and acceptance... Yeah. With no With zero expectation. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, it's been mind-blowing. It's freeing. No expectation? I mean, here's the reality. There is some expectation. I do yeah. expect him to be kind of respectful. And yeah, yeah, <laughs> but it's not while. like there's no expectation from a quasi-romantic perspective. Like, I don't expect him to send me flowers or to do certain things. Naturally, we just take care of each other in that way. Without making each other bad or wrong for not. If that makes any sense whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Just letting people show up however they show up. The weird thing is he has not listened to one podcast. He has <laughs> no idea what I'm talking about. 
Which is fine with me. <laughs> he knows about them. I've said that many times. I've told him what the name of the podcast is. He just doesn't really have that much interest in listening. And I totally support him in that. <laughs> Especially if he knew what I was saying. <laughs> Thankfully, I've never mentioned his name. She's just my significant other. And this is the person you've been with for a while that we thought might have ended a couple months ago. So. Yeah, look at that, right? It's yeah. just... Um, it just perpetuates. It's repurposing itself or transforming itself into a different dimension so last so, weekend we were beautiful. at the gary cindy thing mm-hmm. and gary had said because you had mentioned to him that we met grad school and stuff he's like yeah you've been together for many lifetimes like no of course <laughs> of course of course <laughs> of course <laughs> it's so nice to be around gary and cindy and just like these little nuggets you're like yeah yeah you're right <laughs> i just i don't know i just i hold i i just find them both so dear we are we are both so fortunate to kind of be in their orbit, mm-hmm. whatever the orbit means. But I feel like she is a force. Totally, she was so on fire at our study group. I mean, she just was in her power in a beautiful, loving way, and was just. How did the audience respond to her? It just ate it up. Oh, okay. I mean, she's a rock star, just like right. Gary is. Cindy's awesome. But I feel like we've sort of watched her unfold a bit. We have. Yeah. Yeah. So it's been nice watching that journey. And she has a new CD, everyone. Absolutely. And if you buy maybe that with, you can get some discounts on some of her healing sessions if you want to sign up for her e-letter through her website. She sends out a monthly e-letter. Like a newsletter? Yeah, like a newsletter. Thank you. I was trying to search for that. (laughs) And Jackie does too. So they're both really awesome practitioners and students and teachers of the course. If you can imagine what an enlightened being sounds like when they sing, you should probably listen to Cindy Renard. It's kind of like transcendent. There's some magical quality in her voice that when she sings, I'm like, okay, Mm -hmm. whatever you want. I'll just say her bliss. You know, Alex just popped into my mind. So Alexander Marchand, the prolific graphic novel. Who we love. He has now officially posted that his comic books are in video form. Oh, that's fantastic. For the universe is a dream and the virtual reality one. I knew about virtual reality. I did not know he did universe is a dream as a video. Yeah, they're both now as a video. And you can get them at alexandermarchand.com I'm gonna say yeah okay from there you can at least get the details I'm going there tonight then the books are still available on Amazon but I don't think they're gonna be hard you know like paper book paperback books for very much longer so oh really what if you're like a comic collector or a course book collector not that I really want to collect too much, but those are worth collecting or having around. I came across Alexander Marchand because I was on Amazon and I was looking. I did search on The Course of Miracles and I found his stuff and I was reading reviews and they basically said, if you're going to get into the course, this is the book you should read first. I was like, oh, OK, I'll read that. Boy, were they right. For sure. Thank you, Janine, for always being on the search for new books. I know. I'm always like, hey, you need to check this one out. Um, The nice thing about Amazon is basically it's like crowdsourcing. What do other people think? Because there are stuff out there on The Course in Miracles, and we've talked about this before, that we're pretty discriminatory on what we read. Mm -hmm. We've been to the spiritual buffet for so many years, right? You can't read everything, and after a while it all kind of 
runs together. We want the purest. We want the purest stuff. Non-dualistic. And there are some amazing books out there that I I just haven't come across or I haven't read yet. That doesn't mean there's anything wrong with that. I just haven't got to them yet. So all you amazing authors, I'll get to you eventually. Yeah. Hopefully in this lifetime, but you never know. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure I have another one. I don't want to have another one. I don't either, but if I'm going to have another one, I want to be in Chicago. Right. With Gary and Cindy. (laughs) That's where I want to be. And I'm sure Jackie and Mark will be there too. Maybe not. You never know. They're pretty smart people. They are pretty smart people. That's a really good point. Mm -hmm. I'll be really mad if everybody transcends and I'm like, where'd everybody go? (laughs) What am I doing here in Tulsa or wherever? (laughs) Well, I think we're about ready to wrap. We are. Thank you, listeners, for joining us on our journey. It's been a pleasure for us, and we will be back hopefully in a couple weeks. Uh, One of us is traveling, I think. That would be me. Mm -hmm. But who knows? Hey, it's october it's our birthday month so it's a hot we are libras so shout out to all the libras i do want to shout out to becky in florida thank you so much becky boo for emailing us we will get back to you as soon as uh one of us actually gets to our email and responds but it will happen i promise whether it's you or me we love you all we love you all thanks again we'll be back uh for the course of course episode 55 soon